Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm here with the one and only Greg Palast again. Greg has a whole lot of new information for us. Greg, election 2020 is over. How are you doing? How are we doing? Yes. <laughs> well, I understand we have a new president. If someone would tell the old president, it might help things. Um, I know. It's but, um, you know, look, I wrote a book called How Trump Stole 2020. Right. And it was a warning, not, not a prediction. And I know that there was going to be the big blue wave. Well, it was barely a ripple, and it was real close. And that's not because the voters decide that they just can't get enough of Donald Trump and they need four more years. That's not what happened. We really did have most uh, just humongous vote shenanigans in America, which cut those totals. And, and in fact, it's only because we busted some of that. And uh, let me, for example, Wisconsin. Now, if you read my book, you know that, that uh, Trump won Wisconsin by just 22,000 votes in 16, uh, substantially because they changed the ID laws two weeks before that election. Right. Which knocked out 50,000 African-Americans who didn't have driver's license licenses and um, 182,000 students who student ID uh, didn't count for voting, even though it's right. a state photo ID. So, you know, it's uh, so imagine if those if the African-American student voters had voted, Hillary would have been won Wisconsin and elected. This time, the Democrats took over an 18. By the way, with all the vote trickery, please note, you can't steal all the votes all the time. So the Democrats did win in 18, took over the state, but not the state legislature. State legislature then voted to remove 150 some thousand voters from the voter rolls. Well, they said on grounds that they had moved, but they didn't move. Oh, at, at, so at least my, uh, the board of elections had suspicions about the list. And then my group, the Palestine investigative fund brought in experts with the state's help. We went through the list name by name and found that, um, nearly a hundred thousand people on the list had not moved, had not moved from their city. You know, it included, uh, they said uh, Sequana Taylor moved from her city, from Milwaukee, which seemed unlikely. When I talked to her, he said, I didn't move from Milwaukee. I'm Milwaukee, a Milwaukee County supervisor. Okay, she moved from Milwaukee. But she was attempting to vote while black. Almost all the people on the list, I mean, almost all of them were either black or students. That's it. In other words, voters of color and the color is blue. So we busted that. And the Board of Elections said, we are not going to remove these voters. Biden won by 20-some thousand votes. That's it in Wisconsin. If they had removed those voters, there's no way he would have won Wisconsin. So Michigan, it's because of the work that you guys did in Wisconsin by putting those people back on the, on the polls, I mean, on the, on the list, that allowed them to, to uh, actually vote. Now, let me ask you something. About, I should say we prevented them from being removed. And, prevent, and, yeah. and, and by the way, let, let's make sure we get credit. You do have a state government, and particularly Mandela Barnes, the African-American lieutenant governor. And right. by the way, I don't mention his race gratuitously. I know. If it weren't for African-American officials in Wisconsin, the lieutenant governor, the county supervisors and elections officials in Milwaukee, African-American. If it weren't for them, and I will say also the um, 
uh, the elections officials in Madison. They are not African-American, but they're protecting students. In Detroit, African-American officials who, despite the white Democratic leadership of Michigan, which resisted putting purge voters back on the roll. These are the Democrats. Okay? Why did they resist? Uh, you're asking me to get into the mind of a Democrat. It's a very tight space. I can't necessarily fit in there, so I don't know what's in their brains. Um, but uh, they are not. They don't protect the voters of Detroit, that's for sure. Detroit protected the voters of Detroit. I just spoke to the uh, outgoing head of the National um, Bar Association, which is the African-American Lawyers Guild. And um, they said, look, they gave my books and my information to the voting officials in Detroit. And they worked very hard to save those African-American votes. We also created a website where people who lost their votes in Michigan, lost their votes in Georgia and in North Carolina, could look up their names. And by the way, if you're in Georgia, you can still do that. Look up your names and see if you were put on the state's purge list. Now, what is a purge list? It means that they took your name off the voter rolls. And usually they've been doing this on false cockamamie grounds. But of course, they figured out how to target voters of color. They Right. So what happened is in Michigan, we put up that list and uh, we had help from uh, um, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's website. He hosted our investigative report short um, which I would like everyone to see really and pass them around. There's a one minute Instagram version on at Leo DiCaprio, or you can go to gregpalace.com, but it's a one minute story of um, the vanished voters of Trump's America. And then a I will link to it. Film. And you know what I, I got? Yeah, please do. And there's also 14 minute version. And at the end, it directs people to re-register. We hope that that made, I think it made a difference in Michigan with the other work we were doing a lot of publicity millions and uh, so far 7 million people have seen those films, especially in those affected states. They got a lot of publicity. So look, it's not Greg Palace running out and making Biden president. That's not, first of all, it's not my job. Okay. My job is to expose things. And if the result is that people get to vote and if the voters, in this case, the voters actually chose Biden. How about that? The voters got to choose the president. We're not done out of the woods yet. We should discuss. Now, let, let me ask you a few questions because this is important. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Let's look. Let's go back to 2016. Hillary yeah. got about 65 million votes, uh, yes. uh, and and uh, Trump got about 62 million votes, roughly. Okay, I know yes. it's, it's some some instincts there. Now, all along, I said we were going to win Democrats. That is in a landslide. And what did I mean by that? I figured we may. Hillary got 65 this time. With all the activism that we had, we may get five million more people. We may get 70, 71 million people. That's what I thought Democrats would get. Uh -huh. When early on in the election, I, I thought that Trump was maxed out, but maybe he could pull up six or three, six or four million people. That's what I thought. OK, now, when I start, we are now at 71, 75. OK, meaning he got 71 and she has and, and uh, Biden has 75. My yes. question to you, is his 71 all consistent of real people? I don't yes. I, I can't believe that he were, was able to find 71 million people that liked him and and in as much as what the polls were saying as well, well what are your thoughts on that it depends on your neighborhood you know one thing i said I, you know i've worked in this uh, vote uh, the voting game and seeing how games are played what we the problem we have in america is not counting people's votes what we don't have in america is people f 
uh, filing false ballots, either by mail or in person. We just, you know why it's very, very hard to do. You go to jail for five years and as, right. as, as organizers have told me, it's really hard to get people to vote once, let alone twice. Right. So I'm not worried that Trump's, I'm not worried that, that Trump somehow padded his numbers. Uh, he's got a legitimate 71 million. Uh, he brought out his people. If you go into these Trump areas, like when I was at the Trump rally in Macon, Georgia, you see the passion that they have. Mm -hmm. They really, you know, you have to understand their, their emotions. And um, they're not always pretty emotions, but we need to understand them. I also tell people who live on, for example, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in La La Land, and I'm in, I'm under the Hollywood sign. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, as I've told my friends here, how can we? We don't understand all these Trump voters. I said, look, if you know more people that voted for Jill Stein in '16 than you know Trump voters, you're living in a bubble. So, so you know, so we got we all have our bubbles. Right. But you can go to areas counties if you look at some of these county numbers in rural areas you will find, to one nine you'll to find one. 200 you know 200 to one 80 to one uh pro trump you can't you can't you know it's better to announce that you're a cannibal than to announce that you are a democrat yes in some of these places so we have we live in america is divided into these Worlds that don't understand each other. You know that back in 1960, there was no such thing as a red or blue state. Most, almost every right. state was divided and up for grabs. Uh, this is a new business of kind of geo-separation. Is it geo-separation or is it messaging to different areas based on what people do? The answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, so it okay. ends up being geo. So for example, and of course, um, you know, you've got... Trump voters, we really look. I'm not uh, sympathetic to Proud Boys, three percenters, oath keepers, people that use and basically they're neo Nazis using violence. Right. That's horrendous. And I today we were having a discussion: how do we deal with anti-Semitic and racist crap that I get sent to my website and stuff in response to my work? It's ugly. But let's remember that um, in places like Michigan, uh, you had Hillary Clinton go in and defend NAFTA. Joe Biden voted for NAFTA. He's supposed to be Mr. Working Class, but he sent jobs to Mexico. He sent jobs to China by, in you know, in the Democratic administrations, making China a most favored nation. Right. These people, uh, there's a lot of people uh, who feel that they were abandoned by what they consider coastal elites. And they consider coastal elites sneering and looking down on them. And they think that because it's 100% true. I know I live here. Believe me, the people here are sneering at everyone in Utah. That's just how it works. Now, um, now, so I understand that. So I don't doubt that there are 71 million angry people in America who said, we've had it. We don't care how crazy this guy is. We don't care how many kids he puts in a cage. Um, you know, he's, he's punching the elites in the nose. That's how they see it. Now, of course they've been conned. He is the elite, right? There's no more elite than Donald Trump. Yes. A New yeah. York hotel owner, casino man, you know, come on. Yeah. You know? So it's a con job, but that's not the point. I understand how the votes he got. The question is, here's the danger from that. From my view, my main work is the votes that they don't let 
others cast, particularly voters of color. So I told you the GOP legislature voted to remove 159,000 people, right. almost everyone, a student or an African-American in Milwaukee, everyone. And on false information, this is an ugly Jim Crow operation. Now we stopped it in Wisconsin. Biden was the beneficiary of that work. If it was, the, you know, I'm not going to choose parties for you. In Georgia now, we are very concerned because I have no doubt. I mean, we've measured our experts went in again. They tried this, the purge, the purge mean canceling your mm -hmm. voter registration. We did an analysis of the list. A report was put out by the ACLU and the black voters matter fund, uh, which also did our Wisconsin report. And, um, and, and, they, we exposed with the ACLU 198,000 voters wrongly removed. They said that, again, that they moved and included, uh, you can go to our site, you can see on these little films at gregpalace.com, uh, Christine Jordan, Martin Luther King's 92-year-old cousin, voting mm. at the same voting station 50 years. I was filmed her when they threw her out. She's 92. And her granddaughter's crying hysterically. You you have this on film. Then we went back to her house, the house that they said she moved out of. There's King's picture on the wall eating dinner at that house. So that's proof that she's been there at least 60 years. And yet they threw her out again and again. And we, at the one voting station, the one area, a couple voting stations right next to each other, um, Raheem Shabazz, uh, King's cousin, Ashley Jones, who is a uh, Latina um, and uh, African-American mix. Um, Yasmin Bakhtiar, a Muslim uh, immigrant. You're getting the picture. Who's being thrown off? It's brilliant. And unlike Jim Crow tactics, where it was like, remember, George Wallace stood in the schoolhouse door saying, segregation now, segregation forever. Mm -hmm. They don't do that. So they say, oh, we're for voting rights for everyone of any color. They're very subtle. They're very polite. And then they shaft you using computers to do the Jim Crow trick. So they go from white sheets to spreadsheets. That's the game. <laughs> I like that one. That's the game. And that's what they're doing in Georgia. And that's how they are stealing. And I kid you not, you know, I, I know that the Democratic Party hates me to say it this way, but I don't care what the Democrats think either. They're stealing. And I think they've stolen the Senate race. I just got information literally before we went on the air here. I just got information on the number of votes that were not counted. Now, I warned you, Egberto, yes. don't pick and lick. Now, what do I mean by that? Don't pick a presidential candidate, stick a stamp on an envelope, and mail in your vote. Now, I said, and people were shocked, I cited an MIT study that said 22% of mail-in ballots don't get counted. Well, I was wrong. I just looked at Georgia, 30% of Georgia mail-in ballots that we have found have not been counted, have been rejected. 30%, 30%. Now, what does that mean? Democrats were told by some guy, I don't know who the heck he is, Obama something, I don't know what he was. Anyway, he's not an expert in this stuff. But this guy Obama said, mail in your vote, don't worry about it. This guy Biden got up at the debate with Donald Trump and said, don't worry, mail in your vote, it will be counted. Well, Joe... Joe, there are tens of thousands of 
mail-in ballots in African-American areas, which were thrown in the garbage. That's official. I'll just give you, uh, let's see. Are you talking about this last election, 2020? I'm talking about Tuesday, last Tuesday. So you're telling me that Biden won by more than the 12,000 he's up at right now? Way more. Not only that, but if you count the ballots thrown in the garbage, and a lot of voters were shunted to these provisional ballots, which weren't counted. But if you just look at the mail-in ballots that weren't counted, Biden walked away with Georgia. Not only that, but in the Senate race, which will control the control of the United States Senate is up to what is go, what are going to be now two runoffs. In so you're, you see, you, you're saying Asaf would have won? Asaf, no. I'm saying Asaf did win, but they're oh. not counting the votes. One thing I want to find out from the Asaf campaign, see, because Trump's calling for the recount. There's no recount in the Senate campaign. And I think Asaf should call for a recount, including a review of every one of those mail-in ballots. You're, remember, because the Democrats chose to go mail-in, we know that, that about, uh, it didn't happen in Georgia, mainly because the African-American organization said, no, 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 don't bail in your ballot. Yeah, they said to go vote, Look, yeah. The, the, the African-American groups in Atlanta, the most sophisticated uh, voting groups in the United States. You know, this is, where, this is King's home, right? And they said, do not mail in your ballot unless you really have to, you're, you're frail, you can't wait in line, you're subject, and mainly you're subject to covid so, uh, but what we did was, um, so most African-Americans instead voted early. That made, that made the difference. Joe Biden wouldn't be president if it wasn't for a massive turnout wow. in early voting in many states uh, by the uh, African-American community. Now, uh, in Georgia, which is, if the census is honest, and it isn't, but if it were honest, it would show that about this year that they figure... Georgia became a white minority state. There's wow. every, it's not shocking that a white minority state would turn blue. Uh, what's shocking is that it's resisting through trickery. Right. So you don't count all these mail-in ballots. I've warned people about mail-in ballots. Now there's, understand, a mail-in ballot can be rejected because of postage due. Right. Because um, you didn't Signature. sign. Signature's the big one. Now in 16, in which very few people relatively voted by mail. Well, was, I say relatively about, we did have about 40 million mail-in ballots, but mostly I want to make a distinction, by the way. It's a, I don't want to get too technical, but it's an actually distinction that um, Donald Trump made. He tried I know everyone to do thinks it, he's yeah. unsophisticated, but you know, he's, he's, he's dumb as a fox, okay? Mm-hmm. And he made a distinction between mail-in ballots and absentee. He, there is a big distinction. Mail-in ballots are what we do in the left coast, California, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Colorado, Nevada, and Hawaii. If you're in those states, don't worry about mailing in your vote. You, it's not great, but it's, mm-hmm. it's fairly safe because everyone gets a ballot. The systems are set up for mail-in voting. If in the rest of America, or as Sarah Palin would say, in America, <laughs> Um, no, no, no. Those the absentee ballots where you have to ask for a ballot is a problem. One in ten voters who ask for a ballot never get them. I'm getting calls from all over Georgia. I never got my absentee. I never got my mail-in ballot. That's one. The second is that when you mail in those ballots, they'll come up with every excuse not to count them. About one in eight. Now we've now know it's about one in three in Georgia. Wow. But uh, one in four. But generally, about one in eight ballots. You know, they used a red pen or a pencil instead of black or blue pen. You folded it too many times. The scanners can't read them. Right. You're mailing in your ballot, but it's read through a machine. 
you didn't fill out a bubble correctly. And by the way, it doesn't mean you're dumb. My sister is a lawyer who uh, had her mail-in ballot disqualified because she didn't properly fill in a bubble. Um, because she can, in California, by the way, you can check if your ballot's been counted. Right. Now, in, um, so it's all kinds of cockamamie stuff that you didn't, okay, you registered. And when you, you registered, you signed your name uh, with, with a middle initial. And then you sent in your mail-in ballot without the middle without initial. It, yeah. And boom, it's called exact match in Georgia. All these games that they can use to knock out a mail-in ballot. That's why I say never go postal. Thank God that postal voting in Georgia was really cut down because of the, again, the African-American leadership saying, don't mail in unless you really have to. No, we're kind of coming up on time. So I have some important questions here. As far as Georgia is concerned, tell uh, tell me what's the state of Georgia for the Asaf and uh, Warnoff race. Uh, How do we save it? Okay. To let the voters choose the Senate instead of the trickery, uh, number one, check your registration. For God's sake, go to vote.org and see if you're still registered. If not, register right away. In Georgia, you have till December 7th. Second, if you really have to mail in a ballot, you can ask for it today. If you don't ask for it this this week, you ain't going to get it on time. That's just the truth. And if you don't mail it back at least two weeks before the election, forget about it. Yeah. Okay, so now those are two big things, but especially register to vote. Early voting in Georgia starts December 14. That's what I recommend. Early voting. Bring uh, gloves, bring a mask, uh, bring a bottle of water, and maybe bring two lawyers with you. <laughs> now, next question, as far as um, the voting is concerned, um, do you think that uh, they are going to try to purge the, f- the files again, or you think that's been already done? Well, they've already done it. They can't do it again for this race. Okay. Um, so it's it's too late for them to purge. Well, le- I don't trust these guys. Right. Legally, they can't do it because within 90 days of a federal election. However, they I've seen them do it in Florida in 2000. I caught them doing that. Right. But um, they, I, the main thing is getting yourself back on. The problem of being purged is that you don't know it. Right. You're a victim of a crime. It's like someone stole, pickpocketed, you know, took your wallet out of your pocket. You didn't know it. Then you go to pay and you're in trouble. So now you go to vote, you're purged. Don't wait to find out. You waited four hours in line. You waited two hours in line. And suddenly you, you get to the front and they say, you're not registered here. And then they give you one of those provisional ballots. No good. Forget Chris, it. This yeah. way you vote. Well, uh, Greg, um, so what, what's, what's next with you? I, I understand you're doing a whole lot of new work throughout the country. Talk to me about it. Yeah, well, I'm going to be working with the National uh, Bar Association, which is the African American Lawyers Guild, and we're going to be going around the country. I'm working with a lot of groups, obviously Latasha Brown, Black Voters Matter, etc. Um, and you know, it would be if you know what you never know. I mean, we also got a call from some woman named Kamala Harris, who I don't know who she is, but we took down her number, and uh, and so she, hey, we might actually have someone in the White House who will actually listen to the issue of what happened to the black vote and when you not- when when you're doing that i've got first dibs i'm already claiming the first dibs <laughs> okay but but, anyway, but let, now you're yeah. still working with stacy abrams right well i i don't know what stacy's going to be up to after this election i suspect that she's going to be uh on the cabinet race for governor yeah or or I, that would be wonderful to see she's really quite brilliant really quite dedicated what a terrific choice for the cabinet 
that's not being partisan. That's just saying there's a great person out there who should be in anyone's cabinet. I'm sure Trump would have appointed her if he got reelected. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> hey, Greg, look, I appreciate you uh, uh, com- coming on again to give us an update of what's going on now. Last question, and I promise this is the last one. What is Trump going to do to try to stay in power, or can he? He can. I'm oh. sorry. I got to tell you this. And there's a, there's a little video on my site about this, about three constitutional ways that Trump can still steal the election. He is working very hard now to get the state legislature of Pennsylvania not to certify the vote, saying, oh, there's so much fraud. We couldn't observe the vote, blah, blah, blah. The mail-in ballots came from Mars, according to Donnie Jr., Don you know, Trump Jr. went to Philadelphia, said the, the ballots came from Mars. I can tell him that's not possible. I checked. They don't sell stamps on Mars. You can't mail in your ballot from there. But if, he, if Pennsylvania does not certify their vote, and let's say the, which is a Republican controlled legislature under Article Two of the Constitution, I'm sorry, that's their choice. It doesn't matter what the voters say. Same thing if they go to Arizona or Michigan and get one of those states to say, we're not going to certify the vote. So what happened? Because it's just, oh, there's just too many problems. We can't figure it out in time. So what happens then? Trump doesn't get 270 votes. He doesn't win. Either does Biden. Then it goes to the House of Representatives. And, that's and the one House of Representatives, state. it's one state, one vote. Which they have the majority of the state. They yeah. have the majority of delegations. So presumably... Um, Donald Trump could then be reelected constitutionally, but he has to convince one or it may be two legislatures, depending on the electoral count. But that that yeah. that immediately that starts. I you know I I may I postulated that with somebody earlier today, and I said at that point though it will be civil war because I don't think the other side is going to accept that. Nobody's going to accept consecutive popular votes by millions, and somehow even after winning the electoral college. You still lose. That is civil war. Well, I let's hope not. <laughs> I hope not as well. I hope okay. not as well. But I can almost guarantee you that uh, people are going to start. That is when people are going to really look into that that possibility. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that that would happen, but I have put gallons of drinkable water and, and in your uh, basement. crackers in my basement. Greg Palace. Greg Palace is known for his investigative reports for BBC, The Guardian, and Rolling Stone. His bestseller includes the best democracy money can buy. Get it. Actually, you know what? They can get it at my site, but they can also get it at gregpalace.com. Folks, Greg, it's been my honor, my pleasure to have you here once again, my friend. You're the best, Egberto. Peace. Peace. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.